Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, where this week we give a comprehensive review of these donuts that Carly has brought me for my... I just said Carly brought these because... Well, yeah. It's my birthday. <laughs> Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have donuts and donuts. Ooh. <laughs> I must admit that the donuts were Tony's idea. I paid for them, but mm-hmm. he was his idea. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Team effort. And he paid for lunch. And mm-hmm. I have drama and romance. I have, believe we have, gone off the rails. Yeah, well. I have action metric. We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. We won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list. We might listen to our podcast. We might give these films a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast. Is Carly's pick. For John's John's birthday. birthday. (laughs) Hold on. Which is funny because I got to press the birthday thing and he got to press the birthday (laughs) thing because he brought me donuts. And today we delivered Elaine's presents when we came along with the donuts, because her birthday is actually this week. <laughs> but the donuts are for everybody. Because we record these a little bit in advance. Yes. Spoilers. So. God, way to leave the magic there. People we have to start John's birthday month this week. And I let John pick one of the Expendables movies. And I was going to pick Expendables 2, but as luck would have it, the only one that doesn't apply <laughs> is Expendables it's 2. It's not underappreciated. It's like Sun Love Beach Sheet. So he chose... Expendables 1. Yep. And I want you to know that I watched all of the Expendables movies. Did you? <laughs> did you? Really? Did, yeah. Which one do you think held up? The best? Um, two still the best. Two still the best. It's so two, bad. one, three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like three is clearly the... Stinker. Yeah. Of the, it's of not the, bad. It's not bad per se, but it's not as good as the other two. Really? And I'm sorry... Um, maybe it's just me, but I just can't stand Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> but Antonio Banderas is phenomenal in it. Mm. So if you haven't seen Expendables 3... Maybe if they had gone have. with a different woman, it would have yeah. been better. Well, there was, but she doesn't like, have Gia, a lot of chemistry with anybody. Gia Carrera or what's her Gina name? Gina Carano. Carano. Was, is that the one with Snipes? Oh, it's Snipes. Yeah. Is yes. it Snipes in the third one? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It has Snipes and Antonio Banderas. They wanted Snipes to do Terry Crews' role in this movie. But he was in jail. But he was having some legal problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't... That I don't prohibited know. it. And then he did join the franchise. I like some Snipes, movie. but I liked Crews in this, too, so... Terry, Terry Crews was, was really good in this. Everybody was really good in this. And then Expendables oh, 3 came, and it was like, almost everybody's good in this. <laughs> Well, the story was written by David Callahan, who has some exciting upcoming product projects, including Wonder Woman 1984, Zombieland Double Tap, Spider-Man Into oh, the Spider-Verse 2. I see that. <laughs> wow. Not Spider-Man. I will see Spider-Man, but I really want to see Zombieland 2. When does that come out? Halloween? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The trailer just dropped this week. I think it comes out like mm-hmm. on or about Halloween. We're going. Yeah. Well, we got to see what's called this week. Yes, we're going to see that this week. What's... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you're not going. Oh. I mean, yeah, you no, can I don't, if you want to. I don't really want to see that movie. I hate Quentin Tarantino. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're, well, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. But. All right. So it's he wrote a first draft I know, of the screenplay after he wrote the story. And then Sylvester Stallone got a hold of it, and he changed a whole bunch. <laughs> so they both wrote the screenplay. So they both get writing credits? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> 
Um, and then Sylvester Stallone also directed and starred in this movie. And welcome back to the podcast, Sylvester Stallone. From Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And Rocky. <laughs> and Tango and Cash. <laughs> and previous birthday pick, Rocky. <laughs> Quite a few. Well, he's Stallone. We're also starring Jason Statham. It's welcome back to the podcast. From the Meg. We'll see. Yes. It's a Megalodon. It's a Megalodon. <laughs> we also have Jet Li. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> From Romeo, Romeo Must Die. Die. Yeah, I love Jet Li. We also have Mickey Rourke. Welcome back <laughs> to the podcast. podcast. From Harley Davidson to Marlboro, man, baby. Come I on, was, best episode ever. I was looking through his IMDb, and I was upstairs in the office bedroom, and Tony was upstairs in the bedroom, and I saw Harley Davidson, and I was like, how the fuck did I forget? <laughs> what? John it's will crazy. remind you. Why did it's I wait so looking at this? Number of course one episode. it's Harley Davidson the Marlboro Man. Because he looks very different. That Old is, Mickey Rourke and young Mickey Rourke are two very different looking dudes. <laughs> well, you know, he did this while shooting Iron Man 2. And yes. he did yeah. all the scenes in like two weeks. Looks exactly the same. He just wore his clothes from yeah. <laughs> Iron Man he 2. Just, that's he just how he set, showed up on the set. Other <laughs> and just lost his accent. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, Stallone, you want your bird? Wait a minute. <laughs> He's like, I want my bird. He's like, not your bird, man. I really wish uh, that he would have came back. Like, he would have, if Mickey Rourke's character would have came die? back in the third one. No. Okay. They just, he I, just I kind really of disappeared. he died. Like, they wanted him to be part of the Expendables when Dolph Lundgren, well, never mind spoilers, but... We'll get to that. But anyway, <laughs> I really wish he would have came back for, if not the second one, the yeah. third one. The third one would have been great when, because Mel Gibson was like one of the original Expendables. So he would have known Tool. Yeah. And it would have been And he would have known Wesley Snipes, who also was one of the original Expendables. Exactly. That would have been perfect. Slot, you fucking dropped the ball. He, Mickey Rourke did this as a favor to Sylvester Stallone because he helped him out when his career was in a rut. Right. He got him on Get Carter, which you may see, Carly, at some you point. You know I have not. <laughs> I know you have not. Okay. All right. Also, in this movie, Dolph Lundgren. Who is not a Welcome Back to the Podcast? Steve Austin. That's because we didn't do Rocky Thor. <laughs> Terry Crews. Or Masters of the Universe. Randy Couture. We're showing a little Tokyo. Randy Couture, welcome back to No. It's, actually, it's so. actually surprising that we haven't had Terry Crews on yet because he's in a lot, he's in a bit part in a lot of funny action. Well, we movies. haven't done um, The Longest Yard? No. Nope. Uh, well, have you seen that? Nope. But you Steve will. Austin's also in that. Yeah, I know. Um, no, he <laughs> wasn't in the other guys. Mm. I, that's the movie I was looking for. I was like, if yeah. he's in one of these, it's going to be the other guys. <laughs> he's just really good. It's I enjoy shame. him. Yeah, he's he's a he's very talented. He's funny. Maybe you need to scroll through his IMDb and pick something. Okay. Yeah. We have Gary Daniels. We have Eric Roberts. Who? Welcome back. No, huh? but different Eric Roberts. I was you haven't seen Best of the Best yet, huh? At his IMDb. And my God, I had to scroll through 542 <laughs> acting credits. That man is prolific. <laughs> and still not a welcome back to the podcast. Not yet. <laughs> but uh, see, another best of the best. You haven't seen that, Tony. Have you seen that? Yeah. No, okay. Well, you like that, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see that. Because the best of the best is one of the bestest <laughs> of the 80s movies. Taekwondo 80s, late team. 90s? Yeah. yeah the, the American Karate Team, where they do Taekwondo <laughs> the whole time. He breaks the boards. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts counting them. He's like, what are you, what are you counting, counting them for? Yeah. It's right. only like six out of like 80. Yeah. You know what's not the best of the best? The best of the best, too. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Those go, there's like five of those. There's really? a strong yeah. dip every like the guy, time. Um, the guy who played Tommy Lee, he was the only one that's in anything after two. So oh, after wow. the third one, it was just him. So then we also have David Zayas. And there's two women in this movie. What? Two whole women. Yep. I wrote their names down. And they both have to be rescued. 
Charisma Carpenter, who yeah. we know as Cordelia from Buffy and Angel. Right. And the other one, um, Sandra Giselle Etia. I don't know she's if I'm a, saying her name right. She's from Mexico. She's, she's in a lot yeah. of things. So she's very famous in Mexico. Not anything I had seen. So, not that that really is a qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> very few American movies, mostly Mexican shows and movies. Mm. So, we have a budget estimated at $80 million. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. gross was 103 worldwide, though, 274.5 million. So it did okay. It did, it did enough right. for a I mean, sequel or two. Yeah. Although the se- the second one was started planning seven months before this one came out, they were like, "We're doing a sequel." I'm oh, surprised. Okay, it we're doing a sequel. Million. I thought it would be more. Well, this seems like one of those movies that they just had a whole shitload of fun making. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like the I read in the movies. trivia, yeah. that Sylvester Stallone beat himself up for this movie. He had to have Didn't a plate put die? in his neck <laughs> because he got a hairline fa- fracture in his neck. He busted his ankle. Like. <laughs> He messed himself up doing this movie. But, you know, come back for more. Come back Because yeah. well, he's too old to be doing these kind of stuff. <laughs> I saw an interview with all of them for this, and they were talking about how much fun it was to make, and yada, yada. It's like, oh, it was like, you know, like a high school reunion. It was great to see this guy and this guy, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was there. And it's like, so, and the girl's like, so who, which one of you really is the toughest? And they all look at him like, like she's stupid and go, Randy Couture. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. And it's like, it's not even a question. And Randy just doesn't say anything. He puts his hands up and then puts them down. Like, <laughs> whatever. Because he's, you know, Terry Crews may be bigger, but he put those in and locked the cage. That's a bad day for Terry. <laughs> All right. This movie has a 45% on Metacritic. A 6.5 on IMDb. A 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's so low. The audience really? score, though, is 64%. No, that's, that's still that's, low. It's better. <laughs> still low, though. I mean, I... This is not a movie for critics. I'm telling you, nah. they, they didn't make this going. I hope Siskel and Ebert like it. Well, I'm pretty sure. Aren't they both dead now? Right. I mean, Ebert definitely was dead. It's 2010. Well, whatever. I can't I, remember. I don't know. When they Cisco didn't make this for bucket, those but... guys who who really like whale rider and shit well, like that. They made this for dudes yeah, no, who want to go to the movies. Dead. Ebert the guys was dead. Like no, because yeah. they went on to like... Ebert and Roper. Yeah. yeah. Roper was still alive. Yeah. They made this for guys who like movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings me to my There's first There's two whole women in it. They weren't trying to get the female <laughs> audience. <laughs> Sean Burns of the Improper Bostonian says, Some kind of meat-headed masterpiece. It's cinematic junk food of the highest order. See? <laughs> See, they knew who they were making this movie for. Now, Mike McGranahan, on the other hand, said, The Expendables is admirable for bringing these actors all together, but shameful for not having the integrity to do anything of value with them. Mm. I disagree. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. Now, I had not seen this movie since it came out in the theater. You saw it in so, the theater? Yes. Who drag you to the theater? Um, I was married at the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my ex-husband did. <laughs> yeah, well, well. Probably with a bunch of his friends. <laughs> okay, well. But uh, I, I wasn't sure if I was still going to like it. Did I, I had fond you? memories. Or I it was 2010, so. I'm pretty sure you saw this with me. Okay, you might have seen it with both of us. It might have been both of you. You might have went with Kevin and I would have been like, I wanted to see that and then went with me because mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater. <laughs> so what did you think going in, John? Well, I thought I picked this, so I better <laughs> like it. <laughs> it's like, oh, The Expendables. Good pick, Carly. <laughs> All right, Tony, what did you think? I was like, I like this whole series so far. So, you know, I, have, I, haven't, I probably haven't I, seen it in like two years. I saw it talk of a four like in the imdb three didn't do very well i don't think and they were like all right enough of that 
Yeah. <laughs> Ronda Rousey but they probably have won room at 50 million. Fuck off. <laughs> probably won't be good. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> like, oh, Expendables. That's a good birthday pick for John. Yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, the guy push his button here? <laughs> God, I feel old. Go ahead. <laughs> so the movie opens. We see some bikers heading into a garage. And then we close up on a gas tank that's decorated with the skull. And it says expendable underneath. Oh, with the black chicken. <laughs> it's a raven on top of a skull. It's a black chicken. Handsome Rob said so. It's my bird. No, it's my bird. My bird. My bird. My bird. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, my bird. I'm kind of wishing that Mickey Rourke had thrown that in when they were working on the bird. <laughs> that would have been really funny. All right, so then we cut to a boat in the Gulf of Aden off of Somalia. We watch as pirates walk around with flashlights. We see sailors are tied up. They have ropes covering their mouths. And we cut outside the boat, and we see a black, silent raft boat pull up. I'm sure that has a name. But uh, <laughs> And we see the pirates are gathering everyone up and taking them downstairs. They're going to do a hostage video. And they... Whoop, I lost the place. They've had these hostages for three months. It's what? too long. More. Someone needs to pay. Why don't these people care? Or why don't the people care about these hostages? If I'm taking hostages, three months seems a long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, after about two weeks, if you don't pay the money, I'm killing. I'm going to kill hostages. <laughs> I think that might be my max. <laughs> three months, you're just trying to get your losses back. You're yeah. like, dude, like, I've been paying for the free, feed, feed these motherfuckers. I can feed and house, house these guys for three fucking months. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, maybe a week, two weeks tops. And then definitely hostages are going to die. But they probably at least killed a couple before then. Come on, you got to let them know you're serious. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks the for Elaine's... Like, um, Lessons on Elaine would be a much more efficient pirate, let's just say. <laughs> like Petrock? The pilots are like, why don't you guys care about your people? We don't care about your people. Someone needs to pay. And uh, he says to the viewers of the video that the blood that these men bleed is for them. And then he raises the blade because he's going to kill one of them. And then a bag falls in front of him before he has a chance to. And he's got little red laser sights on him. And... Uh, and he's like, the fuck is happening? Well, he knows. <laughs> like, those red lights usually don't mean it's not laser pointers. Yeah. So the pirates raise their guns to the intruders, and we have a little standoff, and they're like, um, the, th- the money's in the bag, so you need to release the hostages. They're like, how much? Is how much more you got in there? Three million. They're we like, want five. It's been too long. Now it's five. And they're like, oh, would you know, greedy pirates. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've had the house and feed these people for three months. It's not cheap. Although, I, I mean, he's like, we're not even going to break even with the rain. for three months. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a lot of crew. That gets expensive. Yeah. You know what the, what the oil cost on that thing is? Come on. Some of these guys are big. <laughs> so the pirates are like, we want it now. And then Gunner yells, warning shot. And they're all like, no! <laughs> Too late. And he shoots the pirate and he becomes a nice in red mist. Half. In half. He goes a little low. <laughs> so now it's on. Bullets are a firing. They're, the, they're spending a fortune. Yes, they are. <laughs> the Expendables shoot out the light bulbs and put on night vision goggles. And then they shoot at the pirates and try not to hit any hostages. And when most of the pirates are dead, they zip line down and have another standoff with the rest. 
And this time, there's a new topic. Yeah, he's like, drop it. your weapons. <laughs> and Renzo's like, yeah, that'll happen. They always say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, no. We came here to kill you. Yeah. Meanwhile, while the pirates talking to them, they're talking to each other. You take the ones on the right. You t- I'm going to take the ones on the left. <laughs> and they, they have a plan. And then it gets quiet again, and a phone vibrates. Because Christmas is getting like, a text. What is that? I'm getting a text. Now? <laughs> And then the pirates like kill him, and then oh, they don't have time because bam, 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 all those pirates. Jason State, the Mister Christmas, pulls out the knives, and he's like. By the way, I have to point out Wesley Snipes' best line in Expendables Three, because he was also a knife guy, because he was the knife before Christmas. Oh. Hey! <laughs> These are the jokes, people. I didn't write them. So Gutter yells down. He's like, how'd it go? And they're like, what are you doing up there? He's, he's going to hang a pirate. <laughs> like, like, no, no, he's not. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, like, no, he's not. That's stupid. What are you doing, Gunner? Hanging a pirate. <laughs> See? They're like, we don't do that. He's like, it's fun to do it. It's right to do it. They would do it to us. And they're like, it's good to hang pirates. No, no, no. <laughs> he's going mental. You want to talk to him? Uh, so Ross has to handle it. But before he gets up there, Yang has gone up there to beat the shit out of Gunner. And kicks him in the face. And he says, we don't kill like that. He's like, what? Not polite enough for you? Uh, and they fight. And it does not go well for Yin Yang. No, it does not. Gunner, Luckily. Gunner gets him up against the side of the boat with his mm-hmm. big old knife to and his gonna, throat. And he was going to kill him until he feels a nice, uh, that, that, that steel up against his dome piece. I said, my buddy buddy here kicked me in the head with steel-toe boots. I'm, it's going to scar him. I need stitches. <laughs> Ross goes, you deserved it. You'll be fine. <laughs> <sighs> so, Gunner lets him go. And what's funny is, so they've just freed these hostages, and they all went on their plane and flew away. Where are the hostages? Yeah. Uh, They're like, all right, guys, be killed about it, so the boat is yours. Are manning the boat again. We were just here to free hostages. We didn't say transport hostages. No. <laughs> That's another million dollars. We will notify your people yeah. that the pirates are gone. <laughs> and now you have the boat. Um, feel free to bring your ass home. If not, whatever. Get or just become pirates, boat. and we just stay employed. <laughs> and did they take the money back? Because they killed assuming. all the... They were going to pay the pirates for the hostages, so... They didn't do that. Did they get to keep money? I thought so. I imagine. I mean, the company got their people back. Mm. <laughs> I might give a, hunt, a million to the guys that I just rescued so they can get themselves home. <laughs> yeah, take Depends. There might have been a stipulation in their There might not have been any money in that bag, bag That's though. true, too. Could have been yeah, filled the, with flyers for hookers. <laughs> ah, like a, another birthday pick, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> So on the plane home, Ross and Christmas are in the cockpit, and we see the three other team members hanging out, doing their own thing, and the bat gunner has his hands tied. Christmas goes back and unties him, asks him if he's cool, and tries to give him his knife back, but he says, nah, you keep it. You appreciate a good blade. appreciate a good blade. So then Christmas goes back to the cockpit, and he and Ross talk about how the life just got to Gunner. It'll get to all of them eventually. And then they toast their beers. And Ross has a cigar. I, I can't tell if it's lit. But he has a cigar and he's drinking beer while he flies the plane. <laughs> so he was like, woo! Alcohol, consumption, and smoking on a plane. Hey, look, first of all, smoking on a plane is an illegal if it's your plane. <laughs> uh, well, there's, there's that's what I said. Water, it's so. their own plane, so it probably... I mean, the 
issue with smoking on a plane is it's circulated. The smoke is circulated through the air, so everybody <laughs> else has to breathe it in. It's yeah. not like it ruins the fucking plane. Because I remember being a kid on a plane, well, and people were smoking. It probably then they had the smoking section that was fucking stupid. <laughs> it probably would ruin the plane if there was any kind of you know interior. But this is just bare metal, and these guys all have lifespans of what ten more years anyway. Yeah. So nobody's these guys. They're fine called with it. the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm if sure their health insurance is really expensive. Also, we know once they get for living, I'm an expendable. No. So. If they live long enough to die of cancer, they're doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so then, back home, Christmas takes his expendable decorated crotch rocket, Ducati, to see his girlfriend. It a it's a very nice bike. Yeah. Yes, he is. liked it so much that when the movie was over, he bought one. Mm-hmm. So like, why don't you just keep that one? Uh, he might not have been able to. Hey, Ryan was supposed to keep a Deadpool outfit, but he did. <laughs> he might have used it for stunts or something at some point. Probably want a brand new one. Yeah. So she is a little off, and she wishes he had called. She hasn't heard from him in over a month, and he's like, "It won't happen again. I'm sorry, but I have a surprise." <laughs> he should have known when, he, when she was like, "You really should have called." And kept looking back. That's yeah. what we call a fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you don't call me for a whole month. I can assume we're broken up. Mm-hmm. Really. However, really? I will say, if I don't know what you do or where you went and you just disappear for a fucking month. It depends on if how, because she says at some point, she's like, when you're here, like, uh, apparently he leaves a lot, but maybe this is the longest he's been gone without calling. We also know he had his phone on him on the pirate ship. So. He got a text and he's apparently he ignoring her text. Her. Yeah, right, so well, he's ignored her but for a month. Right. I will say, if. If Tony disappeared, although they've only known each other for a year, within a month, I wouldn't have another dude at my house. Exactly. <laughs> I was about to say, two things. You're 100% right on the text thing because he did get a text while they were there. And two, if I'm gone for a month and you have somebody else here, we're going to have a fucking problem. <laughs> yes, although they don't I'm not going to take my ruby from Burma together. and walk away. I know, dude. That was a really nice ruby. He got her a ruby in Burma. <laughs> yeah, he brought her a ruby ring and a bottle of champagne. But uh, she's not alone, as we have discussed. There's another dude there. Mm. And he, the dude is like, who's that? And she's like, it's a friend. <laughs> he goes, you got a name? And he goes, she just told you. It's friend. And he looks at her like, <laughs> friend. And then he goes to leave. And she's like, don't and, leave like this. <laughs> and, and he's supposed to come down. And he's like, I hate his voice. <laughs> don't let him come down here. Because uh, Lee's going to kill this guy yeah. a lot. <laughs> and he's and, like... He's no Lee good. can't be mad at him. Right now, Lee has no, no he didn't right it, no. to be mad at this guy. He could be mad at her a lot. Yeah. But this right. guy has no idea. He's probably just as pissed Although off right now. He's like, what the fuck? You have a boyfriend? That guy does seem extra douchey for, like... Yeah. Well, that's to make they him like I, Well, I mean, like he is weeks. terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> do they live together? Is he just hanging out there? We don't know anything about this relationship, but... That could have been her brother, Bill. Mm. <clears throat> he just... He went from zero to angry and... Yeah. For no reason at all. Well, it was a pretty good reason. He didn't see there was a dude on the porch when he's like, who's out there? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. I thought it was about Christmas. No, I'm talking about the other yeah, guy. That- Maybe that's what made Christmas is like, that dude is messed up. Mm-hmm. He's not good. And he gives him the stink eye. He's like, oh. Don't give me the stink eye. <laughs> I was doing Christmas. <laughs> Don't look at me and give me the stink eye. She told you, my name is Friend. <laughs> so Christmas leaves, and then we cut to Ross, and he's in their tattoo shop, clubhouse, headquarters. Uh, tools yeah. tattoo. <laughs> it's Tools tattoo shop. Which seems like the place to hang out the entire movie, but never come back to again <laughs> in the series. <laughs> Maybe Tool does die, but they just never talk. About Don't it. you say that? 
Tool lives forever. But it is better to be cool. He than went cool. somewhere with Officer Superior. <laughs> Officer Superior arrested him. To <gasps> he's, he's cool tool. <laughs> you gotta be a fool. So Tool rides in with Cheyenne and sends her up to make them some martinis. No, no, no. He's like, he doesn't know her name. Okay, you skipped over the fact that it's like, oh, that's my. What is your name again? <laughs> But that's a big deal. That and she seems cool with it. That's very telling about Tool. Uh, Tool. Tool's supposed to be like, he's like, oh, this is love. That's my lady. I love her so much. What's your name? <laughs> and later on, he's like, oh, heartbroken. You didn't know what her fucking name was. Of course she left you. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I like how she glanced over that. That's a big deal. <laughs> so Ross wants Way to, to finish on. up his expendable tattoo. And he's like, finally, it's been taking you years to get a couple of letters in. Yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm a tool on this one. Like, Also, Tool's fake tattooing is pretty funny. <laughs> he just like, yeah. chicken scratch, chicken scratch. Oh, it's done! There's no like sound. From yeah, the they don't even do, they don't the use wipe in the there's, <laughs> there's no like Foley work Cleaning of the buzzing skin. noise. Nothing. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> Somebody dropped the ball here. We're not worried about that. So the two talk and Ross tells him how he had to let Gunner go. He's like, you want to fill in until we get a new guy? And he's like, well, someone no. goes Krakenstein on your ass. <laughs> he's like, uh, remember that time when we were? And then he's the always telling stories. And 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 he's like, look, shit. I decided that uh, I want to die next to a woman that cares about me, not full of holes in the mud somewhere. Well, he tells a story. That's why he's got what's her name. He tells a story because <laughs> what happened is he saw a woman on a bridge. No, that's later. Oh. That's when they talk later. Oh, okay. <laughs> this story is just about and them getting shot up you. and thinking they were going to die. In the mud. <laughs> mud the blood. So Christmas pulls in, and he. This is when he says that the bird looks like a black chicken. Looks like a black chicken. I like how as he dropped it, like yeah, I can smell it from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas time. And then Tool wants to doodle Charlotte's web on his head. <laughs> and he keeps saying how it would be really sexy with a and pregnant Charlotte some and he's got a double he, <laughs> he would be more mysterious and have more character if he had this spider but, web <laughs> but while he smokes the Bilbo bag is fine <laughs> I mean a little mystery a little intrigue and I'm like I want to get a pipe like that <laughs> you're going to come over and I'm like hey guys <laughs> I like the way pipe tobacco smells okay well <laughs> tell you what we'll, we'll look into getting one of those and Tool's like, so you're not, you don't want the tattoo, all right? But I'm feeling lucky, and he's like, nah, we're not very doing accurate. That. He's feeling accurate. accurate, yeah. And so he wants to have a little throwing a knife, knife fight. and they throw competition. Knife. Yeah, it's like darts they throw with darts, throwing darts with knives. Yeah. You never done that? I've done that. But Christmas throws one, and it is serious. And he misses. And the two other guys look at each other like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so he pulls out like... Because Barney's there. Yeah. Barney Ross is like, you've, he's never beat you yet. Just to, just humor him. Ooh, Christmas is a little fucked up. <laughs> and uh, he gets beat. <laughs> well, he's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> so the phone rings. Tool gets three jobs. Two are walks in the park and one is to hell back. Christmas is like, I need some alone time. And Ross is like, make the meeting. <laughs> it's like, we just got home. Mm-hmm. This is why she dumped me. <laughs> we cut to the island of Velena. And we see three men have been captured for stealing from the general. So they are traitors. Every resource on the island belongs to the general. And they can't take any without permission. And just as we think he might shoot one of them, the one that's been talking, from behind him, somebody else shoots him. Derek Roberts. And I refer to him as the American the whole time. His name is Monroe, but we don't learn that until much later. 
when I was taking my notes, I was like, I'll fill in his name later. But by the time they said it, oh. I had written it like 50 times. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the American says that the resources belong to both of them and the men were stealing from him too. And he's like, if you want the respect of your goons, then you're going to have to kill the Evelyns. So Ross goes to the meeting with Mr. Church. Welcome back to the podcast, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Blast Boy Scouts. And Die Hard, baby. And, well, he, we haven't done that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my Christmas pick. <laughs> you don't get a Christmas pick. Speak for yourself. <laughs> They have to um, wait for one more guy who might want the job. Welcome back to the podcast, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, this is the first time these three have ever been on camera together. Mm-hmm. These are also the three proprietors of and the little not restaurant. On camera together. Mm-hmm. Because Bruce has never run a shot with them. Yeah. I wondered if he was there. Mm-hmm. He might not Because I was this whole time, I thought it was like a Frank Sinatra thing. You know? But they're you all friends. All, you can't get all the Rat Pack at once. They're all friends and they all know each other, so maybe they were all there. I'm the sure they, they were probably sure. all they there. They probably were. <laughs> it's just a funny, it's just a weird thing because... The camera angle. Everything, Bruce is just kind of says things. Yeah, he's just by himself. Of them. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he was busy or something. And the line where he says, you're going to suck each other's dicks now, he, he ad-libbed that. So mm-hmm. I think it was, they were all in the room. Yeah. And they he just was just, and he was just messing with his friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could see them trying not to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so Arnold doesn't want the job. And um, Ross said, or he, and he's like, you'd have to be an idiot to want that job. And Ross is like, how much is it? And he's like, see? And uh, <laughs> Ross says he's going to do recon on the island. But since he can tell, everybody else has said no. Their fee is going to be $5 million. Half up front and the other half in an offshore account. And they'll talk after the recon mission. And Bruce Willis is like, uh, I don't want you fucking around. You take this job. You deliver on this job. Or we will come after you and we'll turn you into dog food. Cut you up into little pieces. <laughs> so Ross goes back to the shop and Gunner's there. He sees the map of Valena and he's like, is there work there? And Ross is like, you shouldn't be here. Um, and he's like, don't replace me. I'm good. And he's like, you're still using. I can't trust you. You're not good. And Gunner leaves and he's like, be careful. Ross says, are you threatening me? He's like, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm a nice guy. Threatening me, Gunner. <laughs> Who's actually, doesn't he have like a doctor or something? In chemical? He's got like a double doctor. Yeah, he's, he's like really yeah. fucking smart. He's like an uber genius. <laughs> so the guys get together and discuss the mission. There's somewhere around 6,000 people that live on this island and a couple hundred soldiers. They discuss some problems, personal ones like Yang wants more money for his son. He wants to send him to a better my school. Family. Like, what <laughs> family? He's like, my family. you don't ask, I don't tell. And they're all like, what? <laughs> Which is really <laughs> funny. Toll road has problems and they're like you're an unusual guy you're always going to have unusual problems he's like are you talking about my ears (laughs) (laughs) and i like how they're all like no we don't want to hear this story again (laughs) and they all start laughing they they play it off like they've heard this a million times like every time somebody says anything to him he's like what is it about my ears (laughs) we all know i wrestled in high school in college (laughs) it ain't easy being green ross is like i i'm not listening to this shit christmas and i are going to go do the recon on the plane, they talk about the girl. Ross is like, look, she did you a favor. I didn't think she was your type anyway, but she did you a favor. Um, now you have more time to feel sorry for yourself. And uh, we see that the plane has been painted to represent the Global Wildlife Conservancy. And they claim to have arrived to do some bird watching. <laughs> Ornithologists. <laughs> they walk to the cantina where they're supposed to meet their contact. 
We see some small-time life of people chatting, kids playing, people selling wares, tending to boats. But then an army truck comes down the street and people literally scramble to get everything up and away and are fleeing from the streets. So is this when the two soldiers came out who look identical and were kicking things over? Perhaps. Do you know who those guys are? I know that they are jujitsu people. They're well. They're <laughs> they're fighters. They're pro fighters. One of them is. They're called Big Mog, Big Nog, and Little Nog. They're because their names are almost identical. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Rogerio Nogueras, hmm. and they're both bad motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so on a, on any given day, the baddest guy on set was one of those two. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of. These movies all have a lot of just bad motherfuckers. <laughs> just a little like, sprinkling. Like, you see those two guys right there? They're unassuming? Yeah. You know, Terry Crews is going to cross the street in case it's like when we, <laughs> It's like when we watched um, the uh, the Bloodsport remake, mm-hmm. and the baddest motherfucker was the one that Jean-Claude Van Damme beats up in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> They're just The movie's just full of them. You sprinkle them in. All right, who's the tough guy? Remember that guy that Van Damme fought Cain Velasquez? Yeah, bad motherfucker. <laughs> So there's a broken down truck in the road, and the soldiers have to put it, push it out of the way. Once they get out of the truck, that's when they start overturning tables and fucking with people. Christmas gets it all on camera so they can analyze it later. They see a guy in a suit, they close up on him, because they're going to figure out who this guy is. When they get to the cantina, Christmas still wants to talk about this girl. He really thought he knew her, but he didn't at all. And he's like, have you ever been rejected? And Ross is like, you're really pushing the boundaries of this friendship. Because <laughs> he's trying to find someone we could talk to about his situation. And Ross is just like, I don't Does care. He, he <laughs> must, I mean, like, we don't know this dude from a can of paint, but he must have really loved this girl. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> he didn't talk to her for a whole month. And didn't she texted him well during a gunfight. I guess well, you don't, we don't know that him. she texted him. We just assume. That but we know he has his phone, so we didn't <laughs> like, text her at all. I don't know. I have to assume that he did not text her or call her for a single month because that's what she said. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like he really seemed to have loved this girl mostly. <laughs> he kind of loved this girl. <laughs> he loved the idea of her, which so happens. Now, we are distracted when a beautiful woman enters the room. She is the contact. Well, she's not, but Sandra. She's Sandra. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. The contact Lousy with Virginia. She just she offered to take his place. Mm-hmm. So in her truck, she tells them that uh, this was once a beautiful place, but then some Americans came with money and the general sold his soul. And she really thinks that one day it's going to go back to being the wonderful place she remembers, and they want to get as close as possible to the palace. She's like, why? They're like, we need to see it. She doesn't want to, but she takes them. And we cut to a dirt field where apparently cocoa plants are supposed to be planted, and the American and his goons are pissed at the general because they are eight weeks behind schedule. And when you're trying to do some farming, that's a big deal. <laughs> Especially when it's the booger sugar. Yeah. The general, Maybe they should chew on some of those leaves. that will get them motivated. Yeah. <laughs> general doesn't appreciate when the American talks to him like this in front of his men. This is no like good. It's, it's no good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he says it. Because he's all serious and he's like, it's no good. <laughs> he's like, um, my, my favorite line. Look, I'm the one that's organizing all this. I'm the one that's making you rich. Basically, I'm going to talk to you however I want to. And the general says, some things just aren't worth the money. And he says, sure they are. And he walks away. So then Sandra, Ross, and Christmas are almost there. Christmas wants them to drop him off so he can see from a different angle. When Sandra and Ross get to where he can see the palace, she's like, what are you looking for? And he's like, how did you get mixed up in this? How do I know you're not setting me up? You don't look like a regular contact. 
what what are you doing here? And that's when she says, your contact got scared. And, uh, <laughs> and I stepped in. And he's like, why don't you just leave? Because she's like, they said you might be able to help. And he's like, I don't think we can help. Um, I think you, that you should just leave because there's no hope for this place. Like, lady, we aren't here to help. <laughs> and she's like, maybe you should leave. And then just then an army truck pulls up. And it does look like maybe she said him up. <laughs> mm. But she didn't. Um, and she's like, let me do the talking. And basically the army dude is like... You know you're not supposed to be here. You've been warned. And they're like, I don't care if you're the general's daughter. You can still be shot. They're speaking in Spanish, though. Yeah. So. Is it Spanish? Or something other than English. I assumed it was I think Spanish. Spanish. So they grab her and Ross tries to step in, but he's quickly surrounded. Looks bad for him. But Christmas has arrived and throws a knife into the one in charge's face. <laughs> like, in the yeah, face. In his cheek. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Uh, and now it's on. Christmas and Ross killed the fuck out of the soldiers. <laughs> but now they have to run for it back to the plane. This is the thing I don't understand. They kill the fuck out of these soldiers. And then they make a run for it. Yes, I get it. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. But how do they know that all the other generals' men come after them? Mm-hmm. How, how the do fuck, they know? How do they know? I killed every motherfucker that just saw me. Unless one of them got a radio in before they right. died. You did, how did you even know? Mm-hmm. I just killed all you mother... I threw a knife in that dude's face. In he ain't calling face. nobody. <laughs> like, and even if I did manage to get some... To radio away, I probably didn't say the general's daughter and two Americans <laughs> who are pretending to be bird watchers. Ornithologists. Like, <laughs> like, you just say there's somebody in the field. Like, you yeah. wouldn't even say who it is. So, like, how would they know it's the general's daughter and the fucking... Gringos. Gringos. <laughs> I don't know, but they find out. That's amazing. <gasps> the American is alerted and sends men to stop him. On the way, the plane, Ross and Christmas, decide that Sandra's going with him. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. They're like, I don't care what you think or say. You will die if you stay, so you're leaving. Whether you like it or not, you're coming with us. So uh, when they get there, Ross is like, I got the men inside, and Christmas says he needs 60 seconds. And Sandra goes with Christmas to the plane, but refuses to get on because she doesn't want to leave. And he's like, and he's like fuck, this, I don't I'm care. Mobile. Yeah. Just go. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. You don't want to live? Stay here and die. I don't have time for this. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> so I got bronchitis. He gets in the plane and starts it. And Ross has to kill all the men in the customs area because when they hear the plane start, they head to the window with their guns. Like you do. They're going to stop that plane. <laughs> no, I got that stupid song stuck in my head. <laughs> and I ran for my <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ross is about to run for his life. I'll get me a cold pop. Because <laughs> Lord Jesus is a fire. Has to run as fast as he possibly can so he can catch the now moving plane. And he gets, he jumps, and he's holding on to the opening of the door. Just in time, and he's being dragged. He's being shot at, (laughs) being dragged. And there's water hitting him because the plane is on the water. And somehow manages to get in the plane. It's not ideal. And Christmas has no idea whether he's in the plane or not. He's just just fucking leaving. (laughs) So what if, like, he fell off and looked back and was like, Hey, Barney. Oh, shit. (laughs) Where's Barney? All right, fuck him. See ya. (laughs) 
So we see Goes back, I lead the Expendables has made now. it back to her truck before the soldiers arrive, and they drive past her. They don't see her. She drives away. But uh, Ross is getting shot at. He has to climb into the plane. He gets in, and he's like, where's the girl? And he, Chris was like, look, she wouldn't come. Yeah. I don't have time to fight for her. She wouldn't come. And he's like, wouldn't leave. Why the hell would anyone want to stay? <laughs> you are like, whatever. We're out of here. On the ground, the American and his men are pissed. Which leads me to believe that they don't speak Spanish. They didn't pick up on what they Yeah, that it was her about. dad. Yeah. Well, Christmas, we get the impression he does at least a little, mm-hmm. but he wasn't there for that conversation because he okay, had gone yeah. off in the field. Right. I think if Christmas had been there, they would have known. But Which is silly. I would, I would imagine they would all speak Spanish, but it's whatever. Mm. Maybe they each speak a different language. Right, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Barney's is He's... like Japanese or French. <laughs> I can't see so much. You're and Gunner probably speaks Chinese. Yes. It's a whole thing. No, Terry Crews probably speaks Chinese. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, Ross makes a choice. They're going back. Let's do it. So Christmas goes under the dash and stands up in the nose of the plane. And then we see that there's guns. Yep. <laughs> and they turn the plane around and they shoot at the soldiers and goons that are on the dock. And they release fuel, so it rains down on them. That seems like a bad idea. Because don't you need fuel to get back? And as they're, well, they're in the Caribbean or in the Gulf. They're not far, not far from land. Mm. They're probably farther maybe from where they are. Where the reserve tank or something. Yeah, maybe this is just countermeasures. This whole tank of gas that they release is only for this countermeasures. Purpose. Right, this is extremely flammable gas. Unlike regular they gas, which shoot is also their flare flammable. Gun and <laughs> flammable. Yeah. Just is engulfed in flames. Explosion. <laughs> it goes boom. And then they don't look at it because why? Cool guys only get explosions. That's right. So we and we'll see that in the next episode. Uh, the American is pissed. How did get kiss, kiss. <laughs> two professionals get on the island, kill 41 soldiers, and escape? Jesus. <laughs> That's a lot. 41. They had to have had it's not help. a bad day at work. And their <laughs> they help killed 41 people. Was in the form That's of a lot of people to kill. How? How did they know that Sandra was I their have, help? There's really no reason for them to know that. Unless maybe the bartender nar- narked her out. Ah, it's always the bartender. That would the be, bartender lives. The bartender always lives. That would be the only lives. way, really. Yeah, no, it had man. to have been the bartender. <laughs> bartender get a Because if they were retracing the American steps, they would have seen that they went in the bar. So they had to have been the bartender or a patron in the bar because there's no other way they could have known that it was Sandra. D. It's true. Her name is Sandra. No, she didn't get the D. <laughs> <laughs> she got some D. So, <laughs> it just wasn't. The American's SD. like, you have to kill, we have to kill your daughter. She's got to die. Yeah, you know. And he's like, uh, the general's I'd rather like, not. You can't kill your family. Like, we don't do that. He's here. like, hey, don't I run this country? He's <laughs> like, if you kill my daughter, it's no good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, the general's like, you don't kill your family. Once the general leaves. Water all at once. Huh? <laughs> Elaine's got a look on her face like she's going to call Ralph like, on the big Have you ever chugged a bunch of water and then your stomach gets like yes. upset? That's yes. what I've got going on right now. I'm just going to sit quietly until it goes away. <laughs> So the general leaves, okay. and uh, and then they bring in Gunner. 
because he has arrived. And he's there to sell out the Expendables. <laughs> he Gunner saw that map. He knows they went to Valena. So he went to Valena to sell them out. Right, and, and he walks around with a big-ass shotgun. Yeah, and he's he, a giant with a shotgun. Yeah. And they're like, why didn't you take his gun away? Because he wouldn't give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> give me your shotgun. No. no. <laughs> take it. <laughs> and he, he, I like how he points the gun at the guy who's, I think his name is the Brit. Yes. And he's like, shut up when adults are talking. And Steve Austin something, and he points at him and goes, you want a face lift, pretty boy? To Steve Austin, <laughs> of all people, is like, is he pretty? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, in the trivia, I mean, at one point he was stunning. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's in the trivia. They said that's why they used that. He said when he first came out, he was stunning Steve Austin. But yeah. is he pretty? I don't know. No. But Gunner does say to the other guy, if you don't want that Fu Manchu knocked back into the '60s, keep your gum chewing <laughs> trap shut. That's the bridge chewing gum like the whole movie. Yeah, that's what he says to the Brit. It's pretty fantastic. That, and you wrote it down. Yeah, it was on my list of uh, favorite lines. That's still one of my favorite lines. Oh man! So they're like, you used to be one of them. Why are you selling them out? He's like, lovers quarrel, and he wants a hundred grand up front, and he's gonna. Tell my pocket. Where they can find the expendables. So back home, Ross and the rest of the team meet up to discuss the job. They're like, look, this church dude, he's got to be with the CIA. They want to control the island. The American uh, was one of them, but got greedy, went rogue, and decided to take over the operation and keep the money. The government can't send their own guys to take out one of their own guys because that would bring attention to the area, the operation, all this hoopla. Because then we know that the U.S. government's grown cocaine yeah. again. What? And uh, <laughs> still, constantly, so, probably right this second. So they get the no expendables to get in, go in and take care of it. They'll likely die trying, but they'll also be able to take out the targets before they die. So the five million wouldn't have to really be spent because the guys it, are going to die. <laughs> and if it was, whatever. But so, uh, Yang still thinks they should do it. Because he needs money for his family. They agree, <laughs> family? though, that it's not My family. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas goes back to his lady house, lady's house and sees that she got big old brutes on her face. Uh-oh. And he's like, where is he? Yeah. So she takes him to where he's hanging out with his friends playing basketball. Time to show him my Meglish long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. His friends are all tough guys, and they're like, who's that? And he you rolls up in his, in his we'll white his pants. ass. <laughs> I know. What worse? <laughs> he rolls up in his white pants on his Ducati. <laughs> takes off his helmet to go fight a group of guys. <laughs> yeah. And I like, yeah, I like how the you big know, tough guys are like, yeah, we're going to beat his ass. And it's like, it's like 12 of you and it's one of him. I mean, the only thing I question about is uh, white pants is he's going to get some blood on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not <laughs> Blood and dirt. So Christmas walks tears. up and they're like, what do you want? And he's he like, beats the shit your life. Out of him. I want your life. Yeah. But I don't want to go to prison. So <laughs> he just killed 41 people. <laughs> like yesterday. Yeah, that was 20 in and a half. Valena <laughs> or Valencia or wherever this place is. But I it was yesterday. Remember. Like he's on a, this is what's known as a killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> your life. Thinking about taking it. So he tells like, the dude. You didn't shouldn't think twice yesterday. He's like, you shouldn't have bruised your face. I would have liked to keep it the way it was. And he's like, look, you can have the bitch. I'm done with her. Ooh. And then it's on. Bad Christmas answer. beats their ass. Yeah. He All just, of them. And they, <laughs> and they follow the rules and only attack him one at a time. He doesn't yes. kill any of them. <laughs> like, he grabs the basketball, puts it in the guy's chest, and then takes he his knife and pops it, it. On the guy's chest. <laughs> he slams it onto the guy's chest. And then stabs him in the chest with a knife. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's still illegal. <laughs> 
Yeah, he says, next time I deflate all of your balls. <laughs> so he gets back on the motorcycle, rides back over no, the ranch. Wait, no, no. He, okay. he says, now you know what I do for a living. I'd be like, well, you that, He has to ride balls? over to her before yeah. he beat a basketball that. player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then he says, now you know what I do for a living. You should have waited. I was worth it. He I says, just saw you almost kill a bunch of dudes. He says, I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but you should have waited. I was um, worth it. That still doesn't explain what he does for a living. I'm like, well, um, I'm going to go to the clarification. Pilots rescue subs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Fights megalodons. We know he beats the shit out of people. That's all we know. Like, he just fucked up 12 dudes. It was like, mm-hmm. all right. Um, Sometimes he's the wheel man. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes he's the wheel man. So we cut back to Valeda. The soldiers and goons go to Sandra's house and harass everyone who lives near her. The general does not like this. And the American goes into her home, sees all her artwork, comes out, (laughs) and he says, Your daughter paints too? This is how it starts. I don't really understand that. But he walks away. Yeah, that made no sense. I feel like... (laughs) Next thing you know, women will be voting. (laughs) I feel like maybe there was a deleted scene with some kind of patriotic graffiti... Or something uh, like that's yeah. It was that exact art somewhere. Yes, okay. I feel like there had to have been some sort of deleted scene. Because right now it just sounds like he's stuck in the fucking. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But if there was like graffiti about how you're gonna die or to or patriotic, rebel, yeah, yeah, rebel. There was some of that around. literature. On the on the walls and stuff, you saw some of that. Yeah, but, but I feel like maybe it looked like her too, huh? That doesn't make sense. It's but a the really general out of place says, line. or how it ends. <laughs> but yeah, that conversation is a little odd. Back at the shop, Tool is painting a guitar. Apparently, he was going to give it to Cheyenne, but now he's going to finish it and smash it to bits because she left. And uh, Ross, well, probably because you know what her fucking name was, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big deal for women. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah hey, girls I'm, are petty. Uh, girls uh, are petty what is like your that. name again? You. Like, <laughs> um, you probably know her name. <laughs> if you're gonna show her your tool, at least know her name. Ooh. Don't be a fool. That's right. So Ross tells him about Sandra, and he's like, "Why can't I get her refusal to leave out of my mind?" And Tool's like, "Cause she has guts, and she stands for something. She's got hope. She believes." He's like, "We don't believe in her standing for anything." <laughs> <laughs> so that's when Tool tells him the story of how he walked away from the woman who was about to jump off the bridge. He didn't even try to save her. And also, people people say stuff like that, but it's not just easy to just leave your country. And come, you know, was she going to come here on, yeah. on a, what, expendable visa or with, something? With a dude I've known for two and a half yeah, hours. that I watched th- kill 41 people? people? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. She's going to enter the U.S. illegally and be thrown out, like, yeah. as soon as they find her? Be like, yeah. uh, well, how'd you get here? Well, I got on a plane. I, I got on a plane with a bunch of murderers I that blew up a dock with fire. I think these dudes kidnapped me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she didn't want to go. If they had brought yeah. her, they would have sure, yeah. Pretty sure these two dudes kidnapped me. After they murdered a bunch of my people. <laughs> yeah. Like, help. And then she's going to get an asylum. Meeting. Yeah, because she was kidnapped. Yeah, things will work out for her. <sighs> but uh, Tool says he thinks that if he had tried to save that woman, he might have been able to save the last bit of his soul. Back in Valena, they have found Sandra. They threaten her and want to know why the Americans were here. The general throws a bottle down at them and calls her an idiot and asks her why she didn't leave. She says, you killed everyone. Why not kill me? Just kill me. And uh, But in Spanish. She keeps yelling and yelling and yelling, and Steve Austin punches her mm. and then takes her inside. I did not refer to him by his name. It's just Steve in all my notes. <laughs> I don't know what his character name is. It was is. like Pain or something. Yeah, it was. I think it was Pain. Um. But Pain is a really shitty name, and yeah. Stone Cold is an awesome name, so just keep all on Stone Cold. <laughs> all right. So he takes her inside where she's strapped to a table. Wouldn't better if you would hit it with like a stunner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bam! She's out! <laughs> and then 
They strap her to the table and they pour water over yeah, her face. They waterboard, yeah. yeah. Which I hear is terrible. Yeah, I've never be been waterboarded. Me neither. <laughs> the American Not last na- week or so. At yeah. some point, the American appears at her feet drinking a cup of tea. And he's like, again, as they are doing it. Yeah. She, they want to know what does she know about the Americans. She doesn't tell them. She doesn't know anything. She doesn't tell them. Anything. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's the problem with waterboarding is you'll just make up shit to get them to stop. Yeah. What was so, the, uh, when we know uh, about them? What movie was that? Um, the uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And he goes, you keep beating on this guy. Can I tell you, start the Chicago Fire it doesn't make it fucking so. Yeah. <laughs> so Ross tells this the says, guys. Uh, I don't, what does he say? Uh, he goes, maybe you know stuff, maybe you don't. I don't care. I just want to cut on yours. I'm <laughs> like, God damn, psycho. Ross tells his guys he's going to go back sure, to I Elena <laughs> by himself. Because they're like, what's, has something changed? Do we have a strategy? He's like, nope, no strategy. I'm going. Y'all are. <sighs> and he's like, I got to try to save her. And they're like, uh, no, you don't put this on us. Like, now we have to go and, he, and we're going to feel guilty. He's like, nope, no guilt. I made a choice. Yeah. And, uh, Christmas is like this is fucked up, but Yang gets in the car with Ross and is like, "I, I made a choice too. Family. I'm going too." <laughs> and that's when, as they pull out of the garage, uh, that's when he wants to talk about how his life is harder than everybody else's because he's, he's shorter. So small. <laughs> he's like, "When we go somewhere, I have to go longer. I have to walk further. When I get hurt, the hole is bigger. That's what <laughs> because I'm smaller." He made some valid fucking points. I'm just saying. <laughs> I work twice as hard. <laughs> I had we, to kick a giant in the face with steel toe boots. You know how fucking hard that was? Glad it was winning. <laughs> I was winning. So as they pull out of the garage, we see Gunner and company there to cause some trouble. They have this conversation about how he needs more money. And Ross says, I know you said that for your family. He says, I don't have a family. He goes, I know. <laughs> but maybe someday I will have a family. And that's when Ross realizes they're being ambushed. And he's like, get down. And then... Holy moly, there's a lot of shooting. Then Yang pulls the out a fucking automatic fucking handgun. <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere. Where was he holding that thing? I assume it had to be in the cab of his truck or something. Yeah. That seems seem like something that Barney would keep Maybe in the Maybe under box. the seat. Yeah, you know. Yeah. At you, some point, Yang has to get in the How back. baggy was Yang's pants? It could have been on his ankle holster. I doubt it. That <laughs> was a big gun. He's, I mean, I he's so small. This. If it was but Gunner, his, maybe. But were his pants as baggy as they were in Romeo Must Die? Because those were some baggy fucking pants. <laughs> no. That was... No. No. If this were Hong Kong, they'd be dead now. Right. This was, <laughs> as long as he didn't have his beads, they were all right. So Yang has to get in the back of the truck. Why? Because he's smaller. <laughs> Why me? Because you're smaller. And it looks like the truck has like bulletproof windows and it stuff. Probably would. I mean, so, if it's Barney's fucking yeah. truck, I yeah. wouldn't. I have zero reason to believe. I would it. hope so. <laughs> None of those bullets seem to go through. So, yeah. uh, but to I, me, that's is not it real a, armor. Is it plot armor? We yeah. don't know. I think it, it would be armor. It's Barney's. I mean, they killed. They just killed forty-one people. It seems it like, and they didn't me. even blink at and it. And they're yeah. about to so kill they some do more. This a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they're about to kill some fucking more. So Yang's in the back shooting at the other cars. We see that at some point Gunner takes out one of the other cars. Well, because they say to him, "Don't, uh, don't lose your nerve," and he's like, "Don't worry about it." And then, like he was trying to shoot at him, and Dolph Lundgren had a, a moment of clarity, <laughs> and it was like he steps on his head and kills him and calls him an insect. Mm-hmm. The like, dude who's in the car with him. Gunner is definitely chemically imbalanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it ends up eventually. It's just. Ross and Yang in their truck and Gunner in the Bronco behind them. I think it was a Bronco. 
It's a big SUV. It's a white and, uh, <laughs> and they drive into a warehouse. Yang jumps out from the truck, and it looks like Ross and Gunner are going to play chicken. But Ross veers off and knocks over the support beam for like a little second level thing, which then falls on Gunner's truck, and he ends up flipping over. He crawls out and is quickly attacked by Yang, who has the upper hand for a while. And when Ross gets out of his car, it's in time to see that Gunner has gained the upper hand. As he goes, <laughs> my turn. Because <laughs> Yang lures him under a staircase where he keeps hitting his head because he's so tall. And it says, like, low ceiling or something. Like yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And Gunner's about uh, to kill Yang. Yeah. yeah. It looks like he's, he's got him up in the air and he's going to drop him onto a pipe like a and impale yeah. him. Mm. But... Uh, Dracula's over there in the corner like, yeah. But <laughs> Ross has climbed out, and he's he calls the gunner, but he doesn't put him down, so he shoots him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks up to him, and Gunner's like, you shot me. <laughs> he's like, you were going to kill him. He's like, I was only going to scare him. They're like, no, <laughs> you never liked him. You were going to kill him. And he's like, am I going to die? <laughs> he's like, no, I shot you And he looks at him, he's like, yeah, two inches above you. How the fuck does he know that? And I mean, again, he's, 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 a very, good. he's a very efficient killer. Yeah. He leads the killers. So. And to be fair, at this point, Gunner's heart's probably very small. Aww. It's like a bridge heart. He it's a tiny last, little rock. He took the last can of hoo-hash. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he smoked that hoo-hash right up. <laughs> the hoo-hash-ish. All right, well, so. as long as he didn't get stuck in his hoo-ha. <laughs> so then Ross is like, what are you doing? What's going on? Why did you come after us? Who were you working with? And he's like, it does it matter. matter? He's like, just cooperate. Yeah. He's like, if you don't tell me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But he says it with his eyes. <laughs> so then Gunner's like, come closer. And he tells him everything. I thought for sure he was going to be like, come closer. Kiss me. <laughs> like, like, up. No? And nobody else saw that? No, no, I guess it's just me then. So he tells him everything, including the layout of the palace, because he's been there. Yeah, he was there for, well, you know what, these guys are professionals, so I guess they would know that kind of thing. He was probably mapping it out as he I don't know, they kept calling him Junkie, though, so he seemed like he was maybe strung out on that who hashish. So I don't know how he was just acting like he was. I don't know, it could be, he's so good he could be high as fucking camel ass and still map it out. Hard to say. Have to wait for the prequel. Ross and Yang hang out, or they get to the hangar, they get on the plane, and the rest of the team is waiting for him. Terry Crews has a great line here. What do you say? We'll die with you, just don't ask us to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and Ross is like, all right, I got the layout, I'll share it with you, or I'll tell you when we're in the air. In the air, we learn about Terry Crews' shotgun. That it can shoot Dude. 250 rounds a minute. My girl, Omaya, kaboom. <laughs> and his little monologue here is awesome <laughs> but uh, that's a culture he's telling culture about it he's like Kotor Kotor whatever like, who the fuck Toll is Road he's telling Toll Road this is Kotor Toll Road Which is a, they all have great names <laughs> and Terry Crews is Hail Caesar he's say, he's I Hale never call that Caesar. in my notes either <laughs> In the third one, he's he's jumping a boat onto a, a truck, and he says, "Make room for Caesar!" And, and jumps a boat onto a fucking flatbed truck, like you do. So in the cockpit, Christmas verifies what happens. He's like, "Gunner came after you, tried to kill you, and then told us everything we need to know." And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and Yang says, "I would have wind." And Ross is like, "I know." I know you would have. <laughs> Back in Valena, the general is painting. And he has uh, made the men paint their faces. 
Which the American thinks looks foolish. Said, why did you take these men? Who, that he uh, trained. That, that this guy being Steve Austin trained and make them look ridiculous. They look like warriors. That are loyal to me. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, at first I thought you hired these Americans to kill me. But now I think... Oh, no, wait. At first I thought my people, the regular citizens, hired these Americans to come kill me. But now I think you did. Hmm. Because you can't control me. And he says, bring my daughter to me now. Or he says, you're going to kill my daughter just to make me suffer. I want you to bring her to me now. And the American says, get her. Well, he's got a fucking sword in his hand while he's like, maybe I'll kill you. And he's like, go get her. <laughs> Trying to be all tough. It's so like, mm-hmm. the general thinks that the Expendables are there to kill him. And that and the American right. has hired them. <laughs> and they're right. It's not that American. <laughs> <laughs> well, the American that hired him hired him to kill the general. But they also hired him to kill the, um, the other American. They church, didn't tell him that. Church wants him to kill both of them. <laughs> I'm dead. D-E-D. Hey. So, under cover of night, around 3 a.m., the Expendables have 20 minutes to take this place down. Ross says, I'll take the cellar, and everyone heads off. They put charges up all over the place. <laughs> Dude, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> they put so like, they were putting charges every five feet. <laughs> this is going to be... This is going to be big. It would have been easier just to carpet bomb the whole island with right. charges, <laughs> and it would have saved some time. Uh, she had one fucking missile, and... <laughs> Yep. They that make their fun, but, yeah. they make their way around the palace killing men as they go. Yang opens gas barrels so they spill out. Which I don't think they're gonna need if they're gonna blow it sky high. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff's gonna ignite anyway. Mm-hmm. But the They're thorough. Yeah, they are. Why um, do a job? And they're setting up explosions in more than right. one place. Like Yeah, like this whole building's gonna go bull. Yeah. The whole compound. <laughs> Some men arrive where Sandra is tied up, but they're not the ones that have been sent to go get her. These ones want to have some fun with her. Yeah, I hate She doesn't yeah. die anyway. She doesn't seem to be having fun. Mm-mm. I hate when they do this. Yeah. Like, oh, she's tied up. Let's rape her. It's like, yeah, really? That's, that's, we're still that's doing so this? so bad. That's so bad. Why? We're still doing this right She tries to fight him, but she can't really do anything. She ends up well, knocking her chair up. over. Um, one goes to burn her with a cigarette. But Ross arrives there just and in time. He kills the fuck out of these he guys. He cuts yeah. the dude's hand off that's holding the cigarette first. <laughs> Is this the guy that, I forget, I think it's this part where Ross sticks a knife in him and, and twists like, it yeah, in his throat? Yeah. In his throat? Yes. Like, and God he, damn. And you're rooting for it now because these are the guys that are about to rape yeah. you. You're like, stab him again! <laughs> Cut his dick off! Sorry, that's, maybe it's just me. <laughs> So he, he's I always like, root for the guy killing the rapist. That's not just yeah, like, exactly. Kill this motherfucker again. And then he has to calm Sandra down because she a freaking out. Well, she was about to be raped. She has no idea who's in the room. He's yeah. like, it's me. It's me. He's like, is that good? I don't yeah. know. I just met you and you killed a bunch of people and now you're here again. I met you a week ago for two hours and since then I've been waterboarded. Yeah. Not a good week for Sandra. Yeah, and then got up, upgraded to rape. So. Yeah. And so what are you up to now? Oh, you just killed some more people. Yeah. Now I'm covered in blood because you cut off the hand that was about to burn me, so the blood went where? All over it me. It didn't, though. Yeah. yeah no. In the movie, she doesn't have any blood on not her. A, not, a you, <laughs> not a drop. Although she was in that room and those men were viciously killed. Yeah, she'd be She's spattered. having a bad week. And her dress is light colored. She yeah. would be spattered. Yeah. And she's never going to America. You should come visit. <laughs> no. She might not leave the house for a year and a half. Like, well, uh, she might not leave the shower for a year and a half. She could sit at the bottom of the rock. 
So everybody's there except for Ross. Where is he? It's time's up. It's time to go. They have ten. They're like, look, we'll give, we'll look for him for ten minutes. If we don't find him, we have to leave. And they're like ten minutes. He's like, it's 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 the plan. It's what he would have wanted. We give him ten minutes. <laughs> He's expendable. We find him in the ten minutes, or we leave without him. Like, do you know what expendable means? <laughs> if not, watch Ram- uh, Rambo 2. He explains what expendable is. So Ross and Sandra are running to get out as fast as they can. But now the guys who got sent down to get her, including Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell yeah! Catch him. Yeah. <laughs> Ross gets caught and Steve orders Sandra to be taken out of there and the building sealed off. The Brit opens Ross's vest so he can better turn his insides into mush. He says, you're lucky, though, because he wants you conscious. They want to know how many men Ross has and who sent him. Who sent you? <laughs> breathe! Breathe! Loose, loosen up. Who sent you? Your mother! <laughs> no, he says, who's with you, your mother? Oh, how yeah. many guys you got? Just your mother. Who sent you? Your hairdresser. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I love how he's just tough talking. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going out. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Because if you get them mad enough, they'll just kill you. Mm-hmm. But the team has found this little uh, gathering and drops in from the ceiling. Like, hello. And now there is hello a there. chaotic fight scene. <laughs> this is the one where the Brit has to fight uh, Jason Statham and Jet Li two on one. Like that guy's dead. And then they, and he then was they fighting and they bend his head back. Yeah, with axe kick oh, his yeah. fucking head. And Jet Li kicks Breaks his head his like neck. clear off his yeah. shoulder. Because at some point he <laughs> gets stabbed yeah. in the leg, and then somebody throws a knife in his back. So he's been stabbed twice. He's still fighting. Yeah, and he's doing a good job. No, he's not. He's getting his ass kicked. No, for two on one against them two, he's doing a good job. <laughs> he's, doing a good job. <laughs> he's not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. You would have been dead way before this. I <laughs> Shit. I wouldn't have made it this far. I, w- <laughs> I will beat Handsome Rob's ass. So uh, yes, he he gets uh, he gets killed. Whew. <laughs> yeah, they killed him a lot. The only yeah. holding his head on was skin. Yeah, they. Slapped it's horrific. <laughs> the cavalry of soldiers though arrives, and uh, Steve and Ross are fighting in one area. The cavalry arrives and starts shooting at the Everybody rest of else. the team. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, we go to We're going to die. And, and like, it looks like Toro gets shot, but then the rest of the movie doesn't then, yeah, seem like, like it. He got shot in the vest because he, like, yeah. shook it off. Yeah. <laughs> because he does get shot, and he's like, ah! And then they made him rush. But then their own cavalry arrives. And then all the yes. do, 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 Terry Crews with his shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you motherfuckers better remember this at Christmas. He liquefies them. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stallone's fighting uh. Stone Cold. And here's what I really like about this is that Steve Austin wins. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. This is a Stallone movie and Stallone gets his ass kicked. If it was anybody else, if it was a Van Damme movie or anyone yeah. else, they would have beaten the shit out of Stallone and called it a week. But no, he, he Stallone get fucked up. Like he got beat up, but and I love that about this. That's movie. cool as shit. The only reason that Stallone doesn't get killed here, though, is because that shotgun. He sees Terry Crews yeah. off in the distance with that guy killing everybody. He's like, I gotta go. So, so he sees a giant man shooting this hand cannon and this red mist, and he assumes it's blood. It's like I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> he goes Dinkelman. He goes full Dinkelman. After this, I'm mobile. So the team gets back together, and they're like, we need to get out of here. And the general wants the American to leave. He presents him with a bag of money and says, everything that, that has happened that was bad happened because of you. And the American's like, I'm not going anywhere. 
and you're not their leader you're a puppet in a hat i'm the one that's in charge and general wants to kill him but sandra stops him and he tells her that she is what he should have been so the general is done he's out he wants us all to stop you american leave my country let us be but the american's not gonna leave <laughs> so the expendables open the door to leave but they're met by the rest of the army the building is rigged to blow so this is the only way out and they're trapped and the general goes out to his balcony and addresses the people and he says the american invaders want to kill our country and we need to kill them we need to end this american disease and so steve tells the american the chopper's ready and he's like we're not leaving yet he grabs sandra shoots the general <laughs> who then falls off the balcony and dies who <laughs> tells steve to get the money now we can leave and uh then i don't know why i take sandra she's supposed to be some sort of hostage yes i didn't understand that but, either though there's no reason to take her except like, for they want her because or they want to use her to get out which i've just murdered the general and I don't really think the general's troops care whether or not Sandra lives if they can kill me. Yeah. They don't. They didn't. I mean, two of those they dudes want to rape her. her. They yeah. threatened rape. Like, I feel like they're not on Team Sandra, so only Barney Ross cares about Sandra, really. And, and the American doesn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but they kill the rest of the soldiers that are in the room. They take the money and they go to the chopper. Or they head toward it. The men outside open fire. Their general has just fallen uh, dead in front of them. So now the Expendables are like, we need to blow this building because it's their only hope of getting out. And Ross is like, she's still in there. I don't want to blow it. And they're like, you have to blow it. And one of the guys sees the American pull her away from the building. And so they're like, it, it she's out. Christmas. He goes, she's out. Blow the fucking building. <laughs> so they do. <laughs> And, and they blow the shit out of this building. And that causes enough chaos that they can get out. <laughs> it was massive. Step. Dogs and cats are living again. Yes. <laughs> they come out shooting and throwing grenades. Yeah. Terry Crews is liquefying guys with his gun. <laughs> Explosions he everywhere. He must have more than one of those drums. <laughs> <laughs> and those things look heavy, but he's a big guy. Yeah. We see Ross do some impressive shooting and reloading. Like, Dude, he never stops shooting. That was so awesome. <laughs> I'm like, did they speed this up or is he that fast? <laughs> well, he says earlier in the movie that uh, the only thing faster is light. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't wrong. <laughs> when him and Christmas are, you know. They're talking because Christmas yeah. is going to throw knives and he's like, bullets are faster. faster than yeah. And then, uh, and, uh, Christmas says you should take the two on the right because you're not that fast anymore. And he's like, the only thing faster is the light. <laughs> so, yeah, he's pretty fucking fast. He's good. Harley so. did, I mean, not Harley Davidson. The Marble Man was like, nice. <laughs> Harley couldn't hit shit. He could, no. If he was shooting for shit, he wouldn't get away. That's what I hear. Yang is told to block the way to the chopper, so he lights up the area by dropping a grenade into what I'm guessing is the gas-filled trench. <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody's got one. <laughs> That checks out. Stone Cold manages to get them across, though. He puts a door over it like a bridge over a moat. <laughs> like you do. It's not going to burn up. you got to do yeah. Then Toll Road... Hey, no pain, no gain. Toll right. Road jumps in. And now he's going to fight. Now Toll Road's going to fight Steve Austin. And here's the best part is Toll Road fucks him up. <laughs> which 
Yeah, that makes sense. If you look at the guys like, well, yeah, if those two were actually going to fight, because there was Stone Cold has a podcast that we're talking about this, and he goes, yeah, if we were actually going to fight, he would kill me. <laughs> like, I play a tough guy on TV, but he's really a tough guy. Well, Stone Cold can barely stand anymore. I mean, <laughs> even in his prime, he wasn't going <laughs> to. Actually, during one of these explosions, he almost lost a leg. Stone really? Cold. Really? But because he was too close to it, but there he was holding something that took the force of it. If he hadn't been holding it, though, he would have lost. And with all these guys walking, he's like, I'm fine. Happens to me all the time. (laughs) I don't think he did that. Eventually. I bet he drank a beer. (laughs) Eventually, Toll Road knocks Steve into the fire and then knocks him out. So he's going to die. Yeah. (laughs) Had a couple Steve Wilders. Unpleasant Mm -hmm. death. (laughs) Just Toll Road's a bad motherfucker. (laughs) And an easy being green. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just. American still has Sandra and is still trying to get to the chopper. Ross finds a warhead. I don't know what that oh, yeah. was. <laughs> a missile. And I love this scene too because, like, again, Stallone is the is the big hero, right? And he's like, he's like, oh, it's too heavy. And he hands it to Terry Crews. He's like, it's too heavy. And he's like, where do you want it? Throw it up high. And Terry Crews fucking launches this thing. <laughs> Stallone was barely able to hold it. And Terry Crews throws it like it's a fucking football. <laughs> but then, to keep his cool points, Stallone shoots it. And yeah. Shoots and it, it explodes. It. it explodes. Which explodes the chopper. And uh, this destroys the Americans' way out. More explosions. This place is completely destroyed. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> the American and Sandra end up on a bridge. Ross comes up. His gun's drawn. And he's like, uh, Monroe. And we he's like, his name. <laughs> drop your weapons or I'll put a bullet in her eye. Because the American's holding the gun to her head. Yeah. So oh. Ross does. He drops his guns. But then what happens? He gets shot. <laughs> no, he gets shot and stabbed through the back. Cause Lee... No, no. This Stallone gets shot. The American oh, yeah. shoots him. He drops his guns and the American shoots him. And, uh, and then when he's getting up all slow, um, he's like... Uh, he gives him that line. He's like... I don't know what the agency parasites paid you, but I'd have paid you twice as much to go fishing. Yeah. He's yeah. like, why didn't you say so? He's yeah. like, I'd have to be pretty stupid to surrender to the agency. He's like, look, you and I are both the same. We're mercenaries. We're dead inside. Why the hell would you come after me? And Ross says, I didn't come after you. I came for her. Just then, she pushes away, and he has a gun again. He must have picked it up no, when he, he got well, up. No, no, because the handguns he, he, was, he threw down, I think, were called oh, 45s. different ones. And he had the six-shooter behind him. Ah. Mm. And boom, 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 boom. That's yeah, right. It's oh, like an old down. west. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he carries that thing around, but whatever. But well, Christmas. it's his emergency gun. He clearly <laughs> needed it. Christmas and has come up behind the scene and throws Gunner's knife. There's a sword through his chest. <laughs> it's Gunner's knife. No, I know. It's, it's just... a machete. Mm. And they call it like, call it a tie. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee said that's a knife yeah. <laughs> see they should have had Paul Hogan in this just that, uh, as like the knife guy we, that would have been cool they already have three knife guys though you so can't have knife guys you too many knife guys know. come I mean, on after a while you gotta go who's the best knife guy you know mm-hmm. well we're gonna do that here in a minute okay so Ross gives Sandra when they, they're going to leave cause they're done Ross gives Sandra access to one of his accounts. So, yeah, this just random dude you just met yeah. killed a lot of people. Now gives you a whole buttload of money. He's like, the account's mine. Killed, says, killed, killed your whole military. Yeah. Blew says, up your dad's uh, palace. She says, I can't take this. He says it's a gift. Gift for a gift. She gave him a little picture. He gave her millions of dollars. <laughs> seems about right. 
Well, I mean, what else does he have to spend his money on? Yeah, I don't know, but you get the idea that there was more of a romance in the movie and it got yeah. cut out. Because it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says, are you ever going to come back? And he says, I'll be around. And then has never he says seen he, her again. I promise I'll always be around. What are you, Santa Claus? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. And but they they, hug. there's no mention of her in no. the sequels or nothing. Yeah. They hug and say goodbye. And I wish then, you were my real dad. <laughs> now, in the trivia, I read something about how she was supposed to be like an agent with a different country's government and who was feeding the rebels and taking care of the rebels and like, uh, like she was really the contact like and Sal- yeah. Saldana and um, the loser the, the rundown oh yeah yeah something like that but that's not what they ended no. up doing but that was supposed to come up again I think they were supposed to meet her again but yeah. that wasn't always Saldana that was um uh, Rosa, Rosa Dawson oh yeah it was yeah. Rosa yeah, Dawson yeah, 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 yeah. sorry okay cause you yeah. said I'm like that's not right yeah 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 <laughs> So on the plane, Christmas is like, I never thought she was your type. They laugh and head home. Back at the shop, the guys hang out. Christmas and Tool are having a throwing knife competition during, again. During Born on the Bayou. <laughs> and uh, it's neck and neck. Everyone's into it. Gunner's there. He seems better. And I, uh, <laughs> he looks at, um, at Yin Yang and he's like, he's like and uh, Yin Yang goes, I forgive you. He goes, you know, I would have won. He's like, of course you would have. <laughs> <laughs> And Christmas makes up a poem about Tool as he walks into the alley. Then he throws a knife from the alley and wins. He does a limerick. <laughs> Stallone's like, I love poetry. <laughs> and then he throws it up. They're like, whoa. And then he throws it from really far. And they're all like all in the them. way. And they have to go yeah. and mm-hmm. jump the out of the way. Reminds me of what Hawkeye did to Iron Man in the Civil War when he throws a dart. And, and he's like, motherfucker. And then he looks at Hawkeye and Hawkeye puts his hands up like, hey. <laughs> like, come on. You think I'll- I wasn't going to hit you. We see the guys leave on their bikes. The, the boys are back in town. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> well, what'd you think, John? Oh, I get to go first. It's your birthday. <laughs> I get to go first. Why? It's birthday. <laughs> she just doesn't want anybody to steal your favorite tertiary object. Um, okay. So my favorite character is Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it was tough. It really was tough. I really wanted to pick Randy Couture, but he just didn't do enough for it to be my favorite yeah. character. He's almost my favorite tertiary object. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it's got to be. My least favorite character is going to have to be Lacey. Only be... Oh, is that... The uh, girl. The girl. The girl. Christmas's girlfriend. And it's not like I want her to... I don't know. Her character, after a month, went and had another boyfriend. And she's got a reason to be mad at him because he didn't fucking text her. And he clearly had a fucking phone with him <laughs> I just, the I whole time. I stay out of side characters' business, you know. <laughs> but it was almost like, all right, I got to pick a least favorite character. It's, so it's, you know what, I switch it. It's the boyfriend who, who punched her. Fuck that Yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, he's worse. Yeah, yeah that, that guy's worse. I'm I was say, there's a couple other guys I'd probably pick before, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. let's go with him. Fuck that Woman guy. beater. Yeah. yeah. You want to fail. Um, my favorite scene is when they're on the island the, fir- on the first time and it's just the two of them and they're shooting the guys and Lee throws a knife th- right past Stallone through the car and he goes, you almost hit me! And he goes, you're welcome! You're welcome! And he like smacks his head like it was just so nonchalant, no big deal. Um, my favorite tertiary object is Caesar's gun. Yeah. <laughs> because shotgun. that thing's a motherfucker. Yeah. I can imagine what normal people's arms would feel like after they shot that thing <laughs> and then did that drum that drum but holy shit in the third one he gets an, an upgrade yeah mm-hmm. uh, and my favorite line is actually at the end of the movie he goes I'm gonna do you a favor Tool I once knew a man called Tool 
to me, was the epitome of cool. He was good with a knife, bad with a wife. <laughs> but to think he could beat me, dreaming he'd defeat me, cool tool, you gotta be a fool. Then he goes, yeah, throws the fucking knife. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will give this the highest of yays. Because this movie is awesome. It was awesome the first time I saw it. And I've probably seen it about 50 or 60,000 times. Wow. Today. <laughs> what was your favorite scene? I must have not been paying attention. I missed it. When he threw the knife and they were at... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. He said, you almost hit me. He goes, you're welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just a small scene. <laughs> yeah, it's just a small scene, but I've always liked it. I mean, actually, my favorite scene is the opening credits to the closing credits. Because <laughs> I liked it that one much. Scene. It's just there's that all that stuff there between all that. So, yeah. All right. So, yay from John. What about you, Elaine? Okay. So, my favorite character is not Christmas, because John was trying to guess, <laughs> and it's not Terry Crews. It's Jet Li, yin-yang for life. Wow. <laughs> team yin-yang. I'm team yin-yang. My least favorite character is the general. I actually wish he had been eviler. Mm. He was the Diet Cola of just one Yes, calorie. he's, he's, the, he's <laughs> the Diet Cola, because, I mean... The CIA guy, Monroe, was eviler than the general. And the general seemed a little wishy-washy. I would have liked him just to be a little bit eviler. Mm. <laughs> I think it would have played a little better. Um, my favorite scene is the fight scene between Barney and Yin Yang and Gunner. Mm. Um, specifically, the hand-to-hand stuff. In the warehouse. In the warehouse. Not in the car, not the car stuff, but the warehouse stuff. I'd like where, that. Where Stallone shoots him. I just think it's really funny how Yin Yang is winning... And then he's so not winning. Yeah. And then Stallone saves him, and he's like, I was winning. <laughs> no, you weren't. I would have win. Um, my favorite line is, it's difficult. What? My life is difficult. I need more money. Why is that? I work harder than the rest. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Everything is harder for me. When I'm hurt, wound is bigger because I'm smaller. When I travel, I need to go farther. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Um, and my favorite tertiary object is the missile that Terry Crews throws down. Wow. That's a good one. Um, That's two tertiary objects for Terry Crews, by the way. Mm. I will say that this is not my favorite Expendables movie because it's slightly more serious than the others, and I actually prefer my action movies to be a little sillier. Mm -hmm. I find it more enjoyable, and you don't get enough Terry Crews or Randy Couture. I like it to be a little more ensemble-y and a little bit sillier, but this is a very good movie, and I give it a yay. Well, if we were doing Expendables 2... I know your favorite line would be, is it true you got bit by a cobra? Yes. That is true. And after 10 days, the cobra died. <laughs> that is my favorite line. That. The Chuck that's Norris line? Yeah. Like, uh, that's a good line. That's one of my favorite lines in all action movies ever. <laughs> that's definitely in my, I think, in my top 10 best movie lines of all time. And I really wish I could have picked Expendables 2. I too, love I'm a not Chuck Norris fact. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, God, that's so good. So, yay, yay, baby? I give it a yay. I said it's a good movie. I give it a yay. All right, Tony Fella, you're up. Favorite character, Lee Christmas. Nice. Least favorite character, Stone Cold. Another woman beater. (laughs) Favorite line, um... There's two women and they both get fucking hit in this movie. What the hell? (laughs) There's so many lines in this movie. I just picked one that I thought was funny that I didn't think anyone else would pick. Is, uh, I believe it's, uh, Stallone says to Schwarzenegger, he's like, hey, let's have dinner. And, And Schwarzenegger's like, when? And he's like... No, th- backwards. backwards, yeah. He goes, a thousand years? He goes, ah, it's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. That's a good line. My favorite scene is also, I, li- I liked 
I love the scene when it's just Christmas and um, Ross, okay. and they're fucking killing everybody with the knives and the forty-two knives. people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, forty-one people. Forty-one people. Forty-one. Come on, get it right. I'm uh, sure it was forty-two. Close second was the axe kick that beheaded that guy almost. Yeah, that guy had a Hanging bad day. <laughs> Flap of skin. Um, and uh, my favorite tertiary object is uh, Mickey Rourke's cowboy hat. <laughs> I was like, not the pipe. <laughs> I, know. It was very, it was I very almost close. picked yeah, the pipe. I almost picked the, the pipe. Hobbit you could have just picked him. the whole ensemble. <laughs> the only reason I didn't pick the pipe was because I was pants watching. Pants that uh, were so low cut. There's a scene where I was like, I think he had to shave for this. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And I didn't notice it until she goes. I was like, you have to rewind that because he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, uh. yeah. Because I, I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, Mickey Rourke's pants. And I kept looking at the bottom of his mm-hmm. pants, thinking he had like some kind of hip huggers or something. Like uh, from the bottom, she's like, no, 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 at the top, and his belt goes down. Like I don't know how you, you can don't see. see. Yeah. Like what the? You f- almost <laughs> see some dick. What? <laughs> what the point? What the fuck is the point of a belt? On those bags. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> it's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing keeping tools pants up is his tool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has a tool belt. That's about yeah. it. All right. So uh, yay, nay, maybe. Oh uh, yay, of course. Yay, of uh, course. Uh, <laughs> Carly picked a good one. Unless she nays her own movie. Well, Man, not gonna do she that. could main bay. My favorite it. character is also Christmas. Well, he's the best. My least favorite character was Gunner. Because Gunner is a tool? Yeah. <laughs> he's a traitor. My favorite scene is the whole recon mission from when they arrive. From when you find out their covers burn <laughs> all the way until they shoot up the island on their way out. My favorite tertiary object is just the knives in general i like all yeah, the I knives, knives in this movie yeah. i thought it was great the blending of the knives with the shooting and the this movie does for knives what uh hunger games did for a bone arrow yeah <laughs> my favorite line is at the end when monroe says what about me and you we're both the same we're both mercenaries we're both dead inside so why the hell did you come after me and ross says i didn't come after you dipshit i came for her <laughs> <laughs> i didn't come for you dipshit <laughs> Monroe just, I mean, like, it never oh. second guesses that this, they're here for him. Yeah. But they were never like, dude, nobody gives a officially shit about you. there for him. He's like Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> was, why do you always think about you? But they did <laughs> kill boy. him, so I bet they still got their five million. <laughs> so, uh... Which, how many of them are there? Is there seven of them? Seven what? Expendables? No, there's five, if you don't count Gunner. You count Gunner. Because yeah. at, at, after Gunner's off the team, they say we're four and a half guys. Okay. So they're getting just a <laughs> said, well, under four and a half men. Under a million apiece, maybe Ross takes extra for the. I'm sure Tool, and gets, Tool gets a cut, I'm sure. Stuff. Tool. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. the one that oh, he, takes their calls oh, and sets yeah, up their true. meetings. He that's works true. for them. So, yeah. He's, a, he's an expendable. <laughs> he's the middleman. He didn't go on the mission, that's the only thing. He's right. the middleman, which yeah. always he gets, gets a cut. And later on in the movie, Kelsey Grammer gets a cut. Yeah, that's true. So, uh,. They probably have an accountant that gets a cut. They, <laughs> they have to wash the money. <laughs> <laughs> so they're probably out of that five million. They're probably only getting three. Yeah. So maybe Jet Li does need more money. <laughs> it's still a good payday. Because I was like, they all get a million work. each, right? No. Because no. <laughs> they killed all those guys in one hey, night. So. Yeah. But he works harder. Yeah, he does. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. So Carly? please find us on facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie. What was your oh, favorite tertiary object? I'm going to give it a yay. Oh, oh the, the knives. Oh, that's right. Yeah, all right. the knives. She did say that. <laughs> <laughs> on sorry, Instagram at OmoviePodcastDogs. On Twitter at OmoviePodcast. You can email OmoviePodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And uh, next week. On the podcast. Easy Lane's pick. For... Uh,
<laughs> so I picked another action classic. And actually, for a while, I was going to pick this movie, and I kept bringing it up, and then I kind of forgot about it, flew out of my head, and then when I was trying to decide what I was going to pick, I finally settled on a movie, and then Tony went, fuck you, that's the movie I was going to pick. And I was like, well, I better can't, I can't pick that then. <laughs> so I, then I remembered this and I went back to my original choice that I was going to pick like six months ago. Fucking double team. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dennis Rodman, Mickey Rourke, 1997. That's right. Double team. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Yeah. So for my birthday, we're picking this year. Um, you're all going to pick Mickey Rourke movies? No, uh, Tony doesn't. <laughs> No, but there's a theme. <laughs> There'll be some welcome back to the podcast in my pick. <laughs> but, you know, hey. But, I mean, with the Expendables, I think this is setting up our actions. They're all going to be welcome to the podcast <laughs> now. Yeah, it's like, remember the, the guy from the action movie? Which one? Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're all in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're not in that movie? You missed the bu- uh, They're in two or three. <laughs> I really do like the scene in... Um, in the third one, in the second one, rather, when they're in the airport and they're having the big gunfight, yeah. and every fucking body's there. Like, yeah. Schwarzenegger's there killing guys, Bruce Willis is there killing guys. He shows up in that tiny car. <laughs> Doesn't Bruce Willis say, I'll be back? No, no, yeah. um, Arnold says, I'm back. He goes, No, fuck you, you're always back. This time, I'll be back. Yes. He drives away. <laughs> I really want to watch that again. I'm I sad you watched it without me. I'll watch it again. I watched it a while ago. <laughs> I watched it like six months ago. Um, or six days ago. Either one of those. One of those two. <laughs> you just said that you watched all three. I did. But that was the other day. <laughs> I, I watched. Yeah, I'll watch it again. I like that movie. I'm, I don't think I've seen any of them since I saw them in the theater. So. Well, you need to watch them again. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> good. And the second one they have Billy the Kid, but he doesn't. No, don't get attached. <laughs> <laughs> and which, and um. The girl, Lacey, comes back. She's yeah, in two. Yeah. But there's yeah. no mention of her Very in three. Oh. <laughs> and what's funny, because they're sitting there... And they keep there, getting, giving Christmas shit because she cheated on uh-huh, And she goes, you see that girl? That's a world-class cheater gene right there. And he's like, fuck you, I'll stab you in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's... Well, maybe we'll hear that... We'll cover that movie uh, some other time. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but until then, 